Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Thanks for listening to the show. I think there's two kind of Friday stories going on today. One is Disney+. Plus. And one is the PlayStation 5. And when I talk about Friday stories, let's look at the calendar. It's Friday the 13th. Kill her, Mommy. Kill her. Don't let her get away, Mommy. It's Friday the 13th, one of the most crazy influential movies in my life. It's chocolate syrup and psycho. It's not blood going down the drain. That movie still holds up. I throw that out there. Um, Psycho still holds up. Friday the 13th, not so much. But Kevin Bacon was in the original Friday the 13th. He's the guy that got an ear arrow pierced through his throat. But now I'm digressing. I'm trying to scare you, right? It's Friday the 13th. Um, Sony made the PlayStation 5 launch online only. And it was a poop show. Disney is having an updated day. And you're not going to believe it, in my opinion. When you take a look at what happened, they reported a loss of $710 million. And you're like, that's a lot of money to lose. It is. A loss for the year at $2.83 billion. And their stock's higher today. It's kind of where it was at the start of COVID, even though we haven't really got any Disney movies. No new Pixar movies. No new, like, nothing. No Star Wars, nothing. What they have had for the last year is no theme parks and studios. Those expectations have been long lowered. The parks lost $1.1 billion in the fourth quarter. This time last year, they made $1.4 billion, the parks. You, that's a big freaking swing. I wish I could swear. I wish you and I were having a beer right now and I could swear like a, a, a pirate bounty captain. Arr. Theme parks lost $1.1 billion. What else? Okay, um, with them, you have the movies, right? But the, with Disney now, studio entertainment revenue shrank 52%. Profit fell 61% in the fourth quarter. That's their fourth quarter, just so we're on the same terms. And yet Disney stock rose 6%. How do they do that? Disney Plus. Yesterday, I told you that after, one year, essentially less than a year, Disney Plus was at 60 million subscribers, and Netflix is at 200 million, and we love Netflix. We love it, and we give them an uber billion dollar valuation. Disney reported 73.7 million paying subscribers. It's on like Donkey Kong. They're, they're, they're catching Netflix fast. I've got Disney Plus, but it was free to me. 
So I wonder out of those 73.7 million paying subscribers, how many are free? What's the churn level? Did you just do it for the pandemic or not? These are the same stupid questions we had with Netflix. And the truth is that Americans love subscriptions. And as of now, we can't get enough. But at some point in time, you're going to go, subscriptions, they're costing me a lot of money. Why am I paying for XM Satellite Radio, paying full price for it at a time when I'm not even listening to it because I'm no longer driving to work? Disney has 120 million paying subscribers if you add up Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. Hulu and ESPN Plus ballooned to 36.6 million and 10.3 million paying subscribers each. So Hulu's at 36 million, which that kind of makes you go, that should seem like more compared to Netflix because with Hulu, you get like TV subscriptions. It's kind of like YouTube TV for Disney. It's a good product. Um, ESPN Plus, I don't know a lot about because I'm not, I'm just not a sports guy. But they got 10.3 million people paying for ESPN Plus, and they got 36.6 million people paying for Hulu. Let's look at the ESPN numbers in aggregate. They grew by 195% year over year. Hulu subscriptions grew less impressively. Its standard package grew 27%. Hulu Plus Live TV grew 41%. Disney is a hundred-year-old company. That mouse, that rat with a tail, is is so old and so mature. And they've got components of their business growing at 27% and we're disappointed by that. <clears throat> Hulu plus live TV grown at 41%. They're doing fantastic. I hats off to Disney. I own shares of Disney. Do you know why I own shares of Disney? Because that evil company imprisoned a woman who I think was about 18 years old named Cinderella, and they locked her up in a basement. How long has that story been told again and again and again and again and again? How many young daughters across the United States have seen the story of Cinderella and fallen in love with the idea of being a princess and fallen in love with a prince? Kind of an outdated moment now, right? But that's what I love about Bob Iger is he somehow kept us interested in the same old thing, Cinderella. So Bob Iger said in February 2019, his number one priority would be streaming. Good for him. Netflix paved the way and he just copied it. Even a time right now when Disney's parks across the world are either closed or operating dramatically reduced capacity. Investors are staying positive because of streaming. What happens when they open back their parks? Well, we go, oh, well, we're no longer going to stream, and they're just going to make billions of dollars from little kids wanting to wear a Mickey Mouse ears. For the record, I had a friend once. Might have been a love interest. And at one point in time, she was engaged. And she said, yeah, my fiancé proposed to me at Disney. I'm like, what? That's not acceptable. You can't get you can't propose at Disney. You're a grown woman. You need to be like in Mexico or Thailand or on a waterfall. A grown man can't propose to a grown woman at Disney. And she's like, yeah, I thought so, too. <laughs> so Disney's in a, a dire situation with their parks. And yet 
were still positive. The company laid off 28,000 park workers in September. They laid off 720 cast members. Those are the people who act and perform at park shows. Disney is top executives have taken massive pandemic pay cuts. But they had their pay cuts reinstated at the end of August. I have a family member who works for Disney in the movie theater in the industry. And they ultimately fired her whole team of four people, but they kept her at her salary plus. So she's doing the job of her whole team. Four, four payroll positions lost, but one was gained and one got a little bit fatter. One person doing the work of five. Uh, Verizon, West, Verizon Wireless has a deal with Disney+. Plus. And we're, we got to like really dig into, you got to dig deep in the data to see what's positive and what's negative. Once you have that free year of Disney, you automatically get ro- enrolled in the next year. So you pay for a, script, a subscription or you lose it. And now that Mandalorian season two is on, you're like, I, I think I got to keep it for one more season. Uh, subscriptions. Wall Street loves subscriptions. I love you. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. First segment I kind of dedicated to Disney Plus and Disney, company I own. And again, the only reason I'm owning it is because I think my kids will be able to inherit it. That's how I buy stocks. I'm not buying stocks to make a quick buck. I'm not looking for a trade. On occasion, when I see it, I love it. But it also has to qualify, would I want to own this for 10 years kind of checklist. Sony is one of those companies that I always want to buy, but I never do. They made the PlayStation 5 launch online only. And that didn't keep Target and Walmart from descending into internet chaos. Um, The PlayStation 5 came out this week. And I bring that up because I'm learning more and more about how these launches don't go well. The Xbox One's, the Xbox Series X. I don't like the naming of that product. But Microsoft shipped there, if you have a Microsoft online account, they you already have your Xbox if you got one on the pre-order day. But Amazon and Target and Walmart, people who went to Best Buy and secured one on launch day, they're, they're still like, where is it? So Microsoft has kind of botched it, or did they kind of say, if you get it from us directly, we'll get it to you directly. If we have to pay the middleman, there's going to be a delay. So the PlayStation 5 launch going online, I was checking just to see um, what the things are going for on eBay. Do any retailers have them? Do any retailers let you pre-order them? What It's going to be a good three to five years for the video game world, in my opinion, in large part, because the new consoles are selling out and they're very, very difficult to find. Even when you secure one, they're not coming, which brings up a question of, did they make a mistake? Should they have made more of them? 
The answer is yes. The only way to get a PlayStation 5 at launch was through a pre-order. Some retailers are selling PS5s digitally on a first-come, first-served basis, but both Walmart and Target have been walloped by customer demand. The first drop of PlayStation 5 consoles on Walmart's website came at 12 p.m. yesterday, and it took down the entire Walmart website. Um, Target's no better. Their customer service account spent all day fending off angry customers who have been unable to buy the new console. We're talking about video games. Taking down a whole website like Walmart, Target having problems keeping people from yelling at their customer service reps. It's no better at Best Buy either. Flooded customers, so voluminous that it caused the entire Walmart app web store to crash. That's crazy. Like we're in the 21st century, right? I get, I get website crashes in 1995. I get the denial of service hits that sometimes Amazon hit while they were trying to build out their business. But to take off a 21st century year 2020 website is pretty impressive. So I would say both Sony and Microsoft, they did a good thing by allowing customers to pre-order. I would say it's very unclear on how they resupply. And it's got people a little on the confused side. So Mary Barra, who is a CEO, who's a female, which... Let's applaud that for a second. There's not enough female CEOs in the S&P 500, but she's a CEO of a big freaking fracking car company. General Motors believes in an all-electric vehicle future, so says their CEO. She gave a great interview with this weekend's Barons. I refer to GM as a legacy car automaker versus Tesla, who is the EV premier. The company earlier this week announced plans to hire 3,000 employees to work on tech initiatives involving electric and autonomous vehicle production. General Motors announced partnerships with EV vehicles like Nikola that we don't know how they pan out. They're heavily scrutinized because we're like, has Nikola even sold an electric truck at all? So it's a little controversial that they're not able to do it as fluidly as Elon Musk and his Cybertruck. Mary Barra shared information about the company's growth opportunities and investments in the electric vehicle space. Um, she sees opportunity and she sees huge EV demand. Should she have said that five years ago? Probably. Getting into the game now puts them at a massive disadvantage versus Tesla. I would say Tesla has a 10-year lead on all automakers as far as technology goes. And in the end, we are a tech technology focused consumer consumers have to feel good that the technology of electric vehicles is fine um i rode in a model x and let me tell you electric vehicles are more than fine if you get over the range bound issues and if you get over they don't really work as well they lose about 30 percent of their mileage in cold weather so 20 degrees you're supposed to get 300 miles out of your electric charge you get 210 that's pretty significant, especially if you live in Canada or Michigan, where you have a lot of cold a lot of the year. So electric vehicles going to be all about gaining market share. 
when Gavin Newsom, governor of California, said all vehicles sold in California have to be electric vehicles that could use renewable energy that could, in theory, help with global warming. That's a pretty big mandate. And I can follow the market share story and the electric vehicle mandate story. And I can find a lot of interest in it. Will I buy Ford or GM? No. Do I think Ford and GM are cheap? Yes. Do I think they're well positioned for the future? Not as well as Tesla. And again, you need to talk yourself through a lot of these talking points to really put a finger on where you want to put your investment dollars. And again, we're just talking. You don't have to buy any stocks. You can buy indexes or mutual funds, ETFs. You can let some a professional do it for you. I get it. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. This is Magic Dragons. This video has some relevance to me. A, because I like the clap soundtrack it has in it. The You can hear it. Imagine Dragons is interesting to me because they had a band with this song that hit, and I'm like, wow, they got a really beautiful young woman who's singing along with them. And the drummer's kind of... And the next thing I know, they're gone. So in the original video, they're there. And in their next song, gone. What happened? They quit the band. Right when they're becoming big, they started their own band in Portland. The drummer and the female lead left the band to ultimately be something else. Wow. And then Imagine Dragons goes on to be on ESPN College Game Day with songs like that. Um, and they songs like Believer, songs like Radioactive, songs like Bad Liar. Um, but two of the original members quit right as they were becoming famous and – they asked the lead singer, Dan Reynolds, once in an interview, let's talk about that. And he goes, yeah, they're probably not too happy that we became big. <laughs> Do you have any regrets like that in your life? The United States has reported record 153,400 new COVID cases. Yesterday, we were at 143,000. Like, this is just building. Where's the crescendo? I think we're going to find out sometimes between now and Christmas. If not now in this weekend, let's hope, right? DoorDash has released their IPO filing reporting $149 million loss, strong growth through September. Will we use DoorDash after the pandemic? I, I think the answer is yes. I think we've, we're a world of habits. Um, I think we'd show our best during the initial phases, but I think we fall back to our habits Again and again and again and again. So DoorDash has become public probably about $20 billion valuation. It'll be a pretty mature company. They're the leading food delivery app in the United States. Um, they port reported $1.9 billion in revenue for the last nine months. That's up from $587 million. 
the growth is there. So why not come public? You're competing with Grubhub and Uber. DoorDash has the lead in U.S. market share with 49% of meal delivery. Another company that's coming public in December is Roblox, which I think I talked a little bit about yesterday. It It's the Minecraft for six-year-olds. It is a staple now on how kids consume their first video game. Parents are like, well, it's not exactly like you're shooting Nazis. Mom, what's a Nazi? So Dashers got a big benefit. Uh, let me be careful on how I say this. DoorDash is a company got a big benefit when Uber and Lyft said, we want to make the employees contract workers and not employees because there's a different payout structure for employees. DoorDash is acknowledging that they're coming public. And they've had some legal challenges inside the company because when you come public, you have to show us, you have to open the kimono. And whether they're tipping model for dashers, like you say, hey, thanks for bringing me this steak from my favorite steak place. I'm sorry, I can't go there and eat myself, but thank you for bringing it to me. I'm going to give you $10 tip. Because that's what I would have given the waiter kind of thing. And then DoorDash was taking the tip. Was it deceptive? Was it not? Who who was the money going to? So I'm reading up on all these IPOs. I'm reading up on Roblox. I'm reading up on DoorDash. I'm reading up on Airbnb. Because they're going to be the stocks that we're talking about in January, February, March, April, May, June of uh, 2021 in their first couple quarters of earnings. Just throwing that out there. Wonder Woman from Warner Brothers has been pushed from Christmas to sometime in 2021. And I just want to tell you real quick, she's got superior strength, speed, and agility. She's trained in hand-to-hand combat. Wonder Woman is able to talk to animals. Is she the greatest superhero ever? She was able to beat Supergirl in a power match. And Supergirl is considered stronger than Superman. And she's able to cut Superman with her tiara. I know you're saying tiara. Who says that word anymore? Um, she gets stronger when she takes off her bracelets, which is kind of weird. She's related to a queen, which is even weirder. She was originally formed out of clay, which sounds like, what's going on there? Her origin story is something kind of cool. She was considered to be the reborn from the souls of all women who had been abused or killed. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? She's a rich character. She ran for president twice. How many times have you run for president? I guess she didn't win. <laughs> and if she was all that super, what she would have done. Um, she's a role model for all the suffragettes. So <clears throat> suffragettes who chained themselves to buildings during protests. Um, I don't know. I, I just, again, that, that story is striking me as uh, this sucks because, you know, the headline of 153,000 new COVID cases. How can we release a movie in 30 days? When we're going to be visiting relatives in hospitals. No, we're not. You can't do it. My mom's in a hospital with COVID. Trust me. I know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Hmm. Goldman Sachs sees a strong economy in 2021. But listen to this. Goldman Sachs says it's going to get worse before it gets better. They see GDP growth at 5.3% in 2021. They see that's that's Matt that's uh 
it's massive in in pre-pandemic times. It's coming off lows in pandemic times. <clears throat> but they're calling for the economy to get worse before it gets better. Particularly the damage that quickly is accelerating because the coronavirus cases are spiking in the United States at the wrong time. At a time when we were thinking about, should we be going back to visit family? It feels like the worst is behind us. Nope. Halloween was a super spreader time. The post-election celebrations, the post-election um, demonstrations, the pre-election rallies, all super spreader events. We were stupid. But we kind of knew we were getting into that trouble, didn't we? New cases are eclipsing 150,000. Yet Pfizer and BioNTech said they have a vaccine that's been approved for early 2021. And Moderna is expected to announce results probably next week. That's a stock that's heavily shorted. I don't know if I want to play into that game. Um, I don't like shorting stocks. To me, it just you're betting on a loser, which I don't like that. Just that whole idea. But it's it's out there, right? So the economy is likely to reaccelerate next spring as mass immunization fully reopens the high contact consumer services of the U.S. economy. This should fuel a mid-year consumption boom as restored opportunities to spend allow households to substantially lower their savings rates. <clears throat> no need to turtle up. No need to save. No need to stay in. <clears throat> so there's going to be a reopening boom again. This week, I think we came up with the concept of stay-at-home plays versus the reopening plays. Wall Street is dealing with it for the first time, in my opinion. They're, they're now starting to say the stay-at-home plays we don't like as much. Monday and Tuesday were awful for Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon. Monday and Tuesday were awful for them. Wednesday and Thursday, they kind of came back. Friday, they're breaking down again. So in the short term... <clears throat> I think you have to ask yourself about portfolios. Are we going to an aggressive shift where people are more interested in value versus growth, in reopening versus tech, sector rotation? I, th I think you can make a case for it. If I were to have new money today, I'm not buying Microsoft, Amazon, Google, or Alphabet today. I would think about them for sure. But I would probably be putting new money in something more value-oriented. Comcast is beginning the process of speaking with Comcast Ventures partners to determine who will stay with the fund as their strategic focus shifts. Comcast, think of CNBC, think of NBC, think of cable modems, think of cable television, think of Universal Studios. Comcast is no Disney in my world. I won't even consider Comcast as an investment because Disney's so much better. But I'll look at their business model and they're like they're they're focused on venture capital right now. They're focused on, you know, investing in the next big thing. <clears throat> um but again, it's learning how to compare companies. I compare Comcast to to Disney. They have some big differences. Um particularly in broadband, but in yeah, a lot of things. But I wouldn't even consider Comcast. How about you? It's so funny because I, I just brought up a, a thought in my head of how much cable companies are hated. 
through the years for bad customer service. And I don't even think that's true anymore. I think their customer service is awesome now. But in your head, you're like, it's a cable company. They keep jacking prices on me. My, my TV is out and they won't come fix it for three weeks. <laughs> um, I don't know. One of the best headlines that I, I read yesterday was Elon Musk is kind of a Richard. It, use the replacement word for Richard. Should we talk about Elon Musk when we come back? Maybe. Just briefly, right? I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing. More find me online at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested, more. Biden's transition team, I think is the right way to say this out loud, is talking about a shutdown for four to six weeks and paying people to stay at home for four to six weeks. And I'm like, is this going to happen again? I remember March and I really, really remember like the sugar booger saying we have to wipe the groceries down and we have to. Uh, not not go into public and hide. And we had that night. Not even social distancing was accepted. Are we going to do a four to six week shutdown again and pay people not to go to work? Save people's lives. I think that's a great idea. My mother has COVID. What do you think I'm going to say? Do you think I'm going to go like a, a, a young person go like, well, I'm OK. So I saw some high school kids playing volleyball the other day and no one part, like one person was wearing a mask. I shouldn't say no one, um, but they don't care. Their parents don't care. They're letting them play volleyball with each other. Like they're young. Um, so even if they're passively super spreaders and they're killing grandparents, not intentionally, maybe it's happening. We're going in this mindset again and I hate it. YouTube's in the process right now of determining, can we show videos of Trump saying that he won? Uh, can we please leave 2020 behind at some point in time? 2020, you can have the freaking election. 2020, you could have the infection. You can have a bear market that happened in like two weeks. You can have the biggest uh, correction we've ever seen that fast. Tw- I, I, I rid you of me to YouTube in 2020. Like, YouTube's trying to decide if they can show videos that Trump claims he won in. Uh, If you've ever looked for, I need to circle that to say, um, this is what it looks like when social media is having problems. Warner Brothers, giving you some reality here. I loved the last Wonder Woman movie or the first Wonder Woman movie. And HBO Max and Marvel, not Marvel, uh, that's a Warner Brothers company. Warner Brothers, Wayne Wonder Woman 1984 releases COVID cases continue to spike. They're trying to get at it at Christmas. And they don't have to hit every single market. They don't have to hit your local San Carlos market or Danville. They want San Francisco, New York, and L.A., Chicago. They want the big cities to come out. So cinema chains, big and small, have already warned that they need new content in order to remain open. I saw an amazing thing yesterday, and and I want to do this. This is my kids' birthdays happen in December, so clearly I get lovey dovey in March or April, and I got my sugar booger. How shall we say, 
prepared to have children in those months. But my kids' birthdays fall in December, and it sucks because they're they're after the December twentieth area. So when you start saying that, I should be careful because everyone's going to start trying to guess my passwords and everything. Um, I saw that Cinemark is saying, "Hey, if you want to have a birthday party, or if you want to have a party of twenty people of your family, we'll do it as low as ninety nine dollars." I'm like, "What? I wonder what movies are showing." And in the end, I don't care. I almost want to support the local cinema. And again, it's a fight between are we in a four to six week lockdown or not? And do we want to support our local restaurants? Do we want to like as best I can? Studio execs are torn. That first Wonder Woman movie, I look back on and I go, was I high? Was I drunk? Did someone slick me a Mickey? (laughs) You're saying slip me a Mickey. What's that even mean? I don't even know. Is it Mickey an upper or a downer? Yes, I did a story on walmart offering pet insurance for dogs in large part because they have a pharmacy that they could also sell dog pharmaceuticals into so you get the vet the vet says go to walmart walmart says hey while you're here that we have a sale on you know soda buy some soda but get your doggy downers here get your doggy downers here which for the record i've already patented the phrase doggy downers don't try to steal it from me i have not patented i need to get my secretary on that right now patent the word doggy downers uh so Warner Brothers is, is weighing the idea of Wonder Woman 1984, and it sucks because I so badly want to watch that movie with my kids. I thought the first movie was great and had a fantastic, fantastic um, representation of women on screen. And women as superheroes are badass. And I loved it. Um, so, And I just want to show my kid that kind of world on occasion. You know what I'm saying? So... Wonder Woman 1984 going to HBO Max. What's going on there? Is that going to happen? But theater chains can't really open if we're in a four to six week lockdown or if Joe Biden's saying it and Rob's like, do I do I do I support the restaurant? Do I support the the movie theater? Do I or do I stay home? So it has me questioning what I'm going to do. I think it's fair to say that the movie Tenet was the first big released during COVID. It was released internationally. Uh, it was not a home run. Christopher Nolan films are supposed to be billion dollar makers, not hundred million dollar makers. So far in the United States, uh, Tenet has garnered about 55 million to be a hit in America. You have to hit 300, 400 million. So they got a hit in wonder woman, 1984. They just don't know what to do with it. The crudes, a new age is due out on Thanksgiving what are they going to do with that? So Wonder Woman man pushed to June or July of 2021. And The Croods now is the next big movie theater release. Okay, maybe I take my kids to see The Crude throughout Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. And again, like I said, AMC and the movie theaters are saying, hey, if you want to have a party with 20 of your fellow uh, family members, we'll rent out a theater to just 20 people. CFP Chadbert and myself, we've rented out theaters for Christmas to invite listeners and clients to come out and watch Star Wars and things like that. But that was like 200 people. And the cinema made a lot of money because they would open up at 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock and they would use the extra theaters that were showing the crap movies, but they were still showing their big movies and the big ones. So we are in interesting times, are we not? Electric vehicles are the future, so says General Motors' Mary Barra. 
Henry Ford or whoever invented the Ford is rolling over in his grave right now saying combustion and it's dead. Yeah, combustion is dead. I'm Rob Black talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Take a break here. We'll be right back. <laughs> 